This is Brain Diet, episode 152, how to be a great decision maker and why that matters. I love so much focusing on the food we feed our body, but I love even more focusing on the stuff we feed our brain. My name is Taylor Ann Macy, and I am a certified life coach. Welcome to Brain Diet, where we feed your brain the best information. What's up, everybody? Welcome to this episode of the podcast. Before we begin, I want to invite you to something. I am teaching a free class. This class is called Autoimmune Nutrition Made Simple. This class is going to be on February 6th. It's a Monday. And I'm going to be breaking down all of the components when it comes to autoimmune nutrition that I use with my clients and that I use with myself. As someone that has a rare and aggressive autoimmune condition, sometimes the health and nutrition element of it can be a little bit overwhelming and confusing. And so I created this class to share for free what matters and how to go about it in a way that can simplify your life and can cut through a lot of the crap that is sometimes hard to sift through when it comes to information you can find online or from different people. And so this is going to be a very helpful class for anyone with an autoimmune condition that wants to take better care of themselves. So if you fall into that category or if someone you know does, then please pass this along. I'm going to put the link in the show notes to register for this free class. And like I said, it's going to be Monday, February 6th. So that's coming up by the time this releases. I think this comes out on January 27th. So it's going to be in about a weekish 10 days. And even if you can't make the live class, you will be getting the replay. So don't worry if you're not able to find the time to be able to listen live. You will be able to watch the replay. I will email it to you and you will have it and be able to listen at your leisure in whatever way it works for you and your life and your schedule. So please attend that. It's going to be really awesome if you're interested or if you know someone that is, pass that along. In the vein of this upcoming class and things that I'm going to be teaching over the next couple of months and even throughout the rest of the year, it's all relative to specific goals that I have set for myself. And I was really, really deliberate at the beginning of this year and even the last couple months of last year thinking about what I wanted to do in my life this year, not just in my business, but in my life. And I pretty much live every day kind of thinking in terms of goals. I'm setting goals all the time on a small scale, on a large scale. I live very much looking forward and thinking forward to what I want to create or what I want to accomplish. And many of those things I'm doing in my business and you will get to reap a lot of the benefits from that because I'm going to be giving away a lot of things for free, which I'm super excited about to be sharing some really cool stuff this year. But what that means is that I have a lot of goals overall that I am working towards. I like to do this. I like to build my life in this way, not because I think I need to be better. I like to do this not because I think that something is wrong with me or my life right now. 
I like to live this way. I like to set goals for myself because they make my life better. And here's why. I think many of us have kind of a negative connotation with even the word of goals. But I want to break it down for you in a way where you might be able to see the appeal of utilizing goals on a more regular basis in your life. So speaking for me personally, if I don't have something I am working toward, then all my brain energy goes toward thinking about and worrying about things that don't make my life better. Our brain's job is to solve problems. And this is rooted in the idea that our brain is a help meet for survival. Its job is to help us stay alive. And so it's on the lookout constantly for problems, potential problems that could be threatening to our survival, right? Now, we don't encounter many things on a regular basis that are legitimately threatening to our survival, but our brain still is on the lookout for problems. Thus, if you aren't giving it constructive direction and constructive problems to solve, it will go and find them elsewhere in ways that diminish your quality of life. For example, if I'm not working mentally on something in my business or something at the gym or something that is relative to a goal that I've set for myself, then my brain perseverates on that embarrassing thing that I did yesterday, that embarrassing thing that I did 10 years ago. My brain is thinking simply of just how to get through the day versus thrive and go in a specific direction. My brain worries about things that will probably never happen. It worries about my children in very unproductive manners. It worries about maybe my husband's job or maybe my job or, or anything. If I don't give my brain something to work towards, it worries about things that aren't useful and then makes my life worse because I feel terrible and it doesn't drive me to do anything that's helpful or useful. So setting goals for me gives my brain something conscious to work on. I set goals not to simply work harder and do more. And again, this comes back to the idea that many of us have a certain definition of what a goal is. It's to work harder, to do two-hour workouts every day for this entire year, or to do more in some capacity. I do not set goals to work in this way. I don't set goals to work harder and do more. My goals all come from the space of how to love myself more. Like how can I set a goal to really prioritize self-care? What would be something really specific that I could do that would help me feel better, that would help me perform better just throughout the day in every capacity? How can I love myself by getting more rest? How can I set goals by looking at where I could fit in more rest when perhaps I'm inclined to like scroll and look at my phone or do something that doesn't really serve me in any way? How can I set goals to maximize my sleep quality because that matters, because that influences every other area of my life? I set goals from the space of how can I show up for myself more? And sometimes it is doing really hard things. It's doing things that I don't want to do in the moment. But even with those goals, they are coming from the space of, I love myself enough and I want to see what I'm made of. Thus, I can set this goal and I can pursue it with passion and commitment because I know it will be awesome. Not because I think anything is wrong with me, 
but because I love myself enough to try to do hard things to grow and change and evolve. The goals that I set are in areas that matter to me and that light me up. I love setting goals in my business. I love setting goals in the gym regarding my food and my fitness and my lifts and all the things. But that might not be everybody's jam. In fact, I know it's not. For some people, goals might be relating to knitting and wine tasting or rock climbing, for example. I've been watching these rock climbing shows with my husband. There are a number of different documentaries on Netflix, and we just started this new one on HBO Max, I think it was where we were watching it. But regardless, we are fascinated by these either free soloists, is that what they're called, where they rock climb like without any equipment or ropes or anything, or the ice climbers or the, I don't even know the terminology, but regardless, we're fascinated by these people. I personally have no passion for rock climbing. I maybe have like a curiosity where I'm like, wow, that's really interesting. And I would like try it. I'd be game to try it, but I will never have that level of passion that these people in these documentaries have. And it's so cool to see how much they dedicate their lives to it. In fact, in many of these documentaries, these professional climbers talk about how they found so much freedom and acceptance in this really difficult sport. And so they set goals for themselves to do these really intense climbs or, you know, these really elaborate competitions or whatever they might be that are incredibly challenging and require a great deal of training. But that's because that's what lights them up. And so it's worth asking, what lights you up? What is it that you could find a passion in that you are currently passionate about, that you could set goals related to that in order to grow who you are, in order to honor who you are and your interests, because you have your one life. And you're the one that's in charge of creating it. And no one knows you and your passions better than you. And no one will prioritize you and your passions better than you. And in order to do that, it requires forethought. It requires mental energy being put towards it, even when it's difficult, even when it seems like there are fires that need to be put out right in front of you. It still matters. You still matter to put effort into your goals and what you want to create in your life. Goals challenge us in a constructive way versus life simply happening and challenging us in a way that drains us with nothing to gain. Like, have you ever had days like this where you feel like you just can't get on top of things where again, this idea of like fires, they just need to be put out constantly. And the proactive nature that you had gone into the day with has just completely dissipated because you feel like everything else has demanded your time beforehand and you've done so much and you've been drained by so much and you haven't gained anything. You've just put out fires. You haven't built or create anything or built upon something that's important to you. If we don't, if we aren't deliberately conscious about the future we want to create for ourselves, then it will be created by default by the things we don't want to create. Now, when it comes to setting goals, you don't even need to use the word goal. This is simply a practice of looking at your life and challenging yourself to make it the best and the biggest life for you. And what best and biggest mean is going to be very subjective, but only you know that. 
So what does that have to do today with the topic of our episode, how to be a great decision maker and why that matters? Well, you matter. You matter. And the goals you set for yourself matter and are important. And once you have set a goal, then accomplishing it simply becomes a series of deliberate decisions. Making a decision moves you forward in anything and everything. Any goal you set for yourself is simply accomplished by very, very little decisions. And if you aren't a good decision maker, you will not be able to move forward. Decision fatigue is real. And I actually have another podcast episode on decision making. I think it was one of my really, really early ones, like from years ago. And the things that I say in it are equally applicable. I talk about decision fatigue. I think if I remember right, I haven't listened to it since I recorded it. But when you have too many options of choices and you dwell on them too long, your brain fatigues because it's a problem that your brain is working on to solve. It's a, an equation that your brain is continually dwelling on thinking, well, this one or this one, this one or this one. Even if you don't want to be working on it, your brain is going to continue working on it. Because again, if you give your brain a problem to solve, it will go to work trying to solve it. Even if you don't consciously want to keep thinking about it in the moment. And with only so much mental energy, it's not energy that's wisely spent mulling over a decision too long because it's draining without a useful end result. Being a good decision maker can be the difference between someone who achieves their goals and someone who doesn't because when you make decisions, you get information with which to move forward. When you make decisions, you move in a direction. Whereas when you don't make any decision, you stay where you are. So let's use an example. Let's say you make a decision to lose weight. If overall you're like, okay, I'm doing this. I'm going in on myself. I'm going to take care of myself. I'm going to do it in a healthy way. I'm going to be mindful of myself. I'm going to nourish my body. All the things we make this decision in the moment. You might have like that motivation, that excitement, like, yes, I'm doing this. And then under that large umbrella of a decision you've made are just a series of very tiny decisions. And I think sometimes that's a little bit disappointing for people because we make decisions like this and we want that overarching, big commitment, excitement, enthusiasm to stay with us. And it doesn't. Because what happens is you then have to decide, what am I going to eat right now? And odds are, it might not be the most exciting thing you've ever eaten. But regardless, that's a decision. And when you eat that, when you make that decision and you eat that thing, it moves you in a direction. So it might seem like an insignificant decision, like, oh, this next meal doesn't matter, but it matters. It's one of the many decisions you will make that will move you in a direction. And if you are spending a lot of time trying to decide how you're going to lose weight, then you will be losing time by not making any decisions. So when you make a decision like this, it's questions like, okay, what am I going to eat next? How much am I going to eat each day? Am I going to eat this or this? What am I going to eat when something like this is just put unexpectedly in front of me? What am I going to do in this situation, in this situation? 
or on weekends or nighttime? What am I going to do? Am I going to exercise today? If so, what am I going to do? How am I going to exercise today? Which bite is next? All of these questions seem small and they are just very small, seemingly insignificant decisions. But every decision you make, you move in a direction. And everyone you make quickly, you move more quickly in a direction. One day at a time, one bite at a time, you are moving in a direction. And if you fail, say you've made a decision to eat something, and let's say something unexpectedly is placed in front of you and you eat that instead. Now, again, there's no way to like fail at eating. Eating is eating. When I say fail, I just mean relative to a decision that you've made, relative to a goal that you have for yourself. So let's say that you fail, whatever that might mean for you. It's simply another decision you made, but you still have information to work with. If you aren't making decisions consciously every time you eat, every time you move, you're not getting information to work with. So let's say you fail. You then can reflect back on those moments and say, okay, what was coming up for me in that moment? What can I learn from this? How can I support myself next time? What do I realize now that I need to provide for myself moving forward? If I made the decision to lose weight and I can see I just had this mini failure here, maybe I need accountability. Maybe I need encouragement. Maybe I need guidance. But that is a great deal of information that you have to support you in your goal, even though it might be deemed a failure. I'll give you another example. Let's say that I have a goal in my business. Let's say I said something relative to my business that I'm like, okay, I want to do this. Maybe I want to make so much money or something like that. Then under that umbrella is a series of small decisions. I have to decide first on something that I want to offer people. I have to decide on a title for that thing. Then I have to decide on the content for that thing. Then I have to decide the dates of when I'm going to put it out. Like just for this webinar, this free class that I'm teaching. So I had a goal in my business to really just share as much as possible with this autoimmune community. And so I thought, okay, this decision has been made that I'm going to pursue this goal. Now I need to decide on what it is I'm going to teach. And I decided on that. Autoimmune nutrition made simple. Done. Deci uh, decided on a title. That's the title. Done. I created the content. Done. I decided on the dates. And I quickly made those decisions and it progressed really quickly so that now I'm able to offer it to you really soon simply because I just made some very small decisions over and over and over again. I just looked at what needed to be decided and I moved forward with it quickly. Now, even if the things that I do are not received well, even if things in my business totally flop, I have information to work with because I made decisions, I got the feedback, and now I can pivot I can make adjustments. I can change things based on what people need. And that information is so valuable. Whereas if I dwelt too long on what to call it or when I should do it or what the content should be, then it would simply push my goal further into the future. And it would prevent me from growing into the person that I want to be and to sharing as much information as possible with those that might benefit from it. When it comes to making decisions, there are these blockades, and one of them is confusion, and the other is overwhelm. Have you ever felt this before, where you have a decision in front of you, and you feel confused by it? Well, I just don't know. I, it just doesn't make a lot of sense. I'm just not sure. Or maybe you felt overwhelmed. That is way too hard. I'm not going to be able to decide that. I'm not going to be able to figure that out. 
these blockades, though they are uncomfortable, our brain likes the familiarity of those emotions because it keeps us from taking action. It keeps us stuck. Even though confusion and overwhelm are not the most comfortable comfortable in, uh, emotions, if they don't require us to take action from them, then our brain's like, this is great. Because if we're not taking action, we're not risking anything. And if we're not risking anything, then that means we're safe. So let's just feel confused and overwhelmed just so that we can stay safe. In the name of safety, let's stay confused and overwhelmed because we don't want negative responses. We don't want people to hate us. We don't want to die. But when you entertain this, when you allow confusion and overwhelm to dominate your decision-making process, you don't go in the direction that you want to go. You stay stuck and you switch from I am deciding my life to my life is deciding for me. When you allow for the confusion and overwhelm to dominate this process, you are no longer the one in charge of your life. You are letting things outside of you determine how your life looks. I think that decision-making is a superpower. And the thought that has changed my life in the last couple of years is I am a great decision-maker. I am really good at making decisions. I make them quickly and thoughtfully. I don't just do it as a second thought, like throw out these decisions. I'm very thoughtful about my decisions, but I make them, I commit to them, and I move on. And I wait for information. I wait for information so then I can say, okay, now I am faced with my next decision. What am I going to decide here? I want to make as many decisions as possible because it allows me to create the life that I want. Now, something that I hear often is this idea of paralysis by analysis, where we feel as though we have so many decisions to make or things to choose from of what we can do, whether it's a to-do list or something of the like, that we feel overwhelmed, we shut down, and we get paralyzed by this analysis of what should I decide, what should I do, how should I spend my time? So if you are plagued by this, then I want to offer you this thought of I am a great decision maker. I get this paralysis by analysis on different levels, but it seems to hit a lot when my house is messy and it's cleaning day because I'm like, oh my gosh, everything is so messy here and I don't know where to start and and it's not going to work and I start to just have all this drama in my mind that creates a lot of overwhelm and then I end up wanting to just sit on the couch and do nothing but I always whip out this thought I'm a great decision maker I'm going to make a decision and just pick one thing to do and making that one decision simply deciding okay do you know what nothing else matters I'm just going to do the dishes right now I'm going to get the dishes in the sink into the dishwasher That one decision gets me out of the funk. It allows me to move forward. It allows me to build some belief in myself and some capability to be like, okay, you know what? I can do this. I'm a great decision maker. I can just decide to do this and it's going to be enough. I can just decide to do the next thing and it's going to be enough. And even with large scale decisions, right? And I don't even know that there really is like, Well, the idea of a large scale or a small scale decision is really just relative. It's how we decide to think about it. Two choices are just choices, whether it's like a job to take, a school to attend, or whether to 
wash the dishes or clean the toilets. Like they're all just decisions to make. And a question that I would love to offer you in cases like this, if you ever feel like you are trying to make a large scale decision, ask yourself if life will be amazing either way, which would I choose? If life is going to be amazing, no matter what I choose, then which would I choose? Now, even if you make a decision and you find out that it is not the quote unquote right decision for you, you then are faced with yet another decision to make. You always have opportunities to make decisions. And when you can make decisions, even if they are deemed failures, you have more information to work with. Like I look at tech companies, I think of Facebook or Google and the things that they have decided to go all in on and like market and promote and see if they can get people to pick up on and they don't they fail dramatically and it's so crazy to see it happening on such like a micro level with certain tech companies because it's happening so quickly where we get to be part of history and observe these companies trying and failing things and I just think it's really cool but regardless they might go all in on something they might decide this is the next big thing of social media I know that this is it this is going to be great we're going to put all of our eggs in this basket and then it fails But then if you watch the successful tech companies, they take that information and then they pivot because they now have so much information to work with. And so because of that, they're able to move forward and they're able to grow into the company that they want to become because they were willing to commit to a decision and then glean the information from it. Decision making is a superpower. Whatever goal you have is going to be a series of decision make decisions and These decisions matter because you matter and your goals matter and the life that you want to create matters. So prioritize yourself and what you want to create and consider the picture that you want to paint of your life and what you want to emphasize more of. And then start making decisions because you matter. That's all I have for you, everybody. Thank you so much for listening and I will talk to you next week. Are you ready to lose weight, but you don't know where to start? I have something for free that can help. Here at Brain Diet, I offer a free set your custom macros call. On this call, I'll want to know what your goals are and set you on the nutritional path to achieving them. This is a private call with me where I get all the information about you and your body so I can deliver a custom calorie and macronutrient count that when implemented will lead to weight loss in a kind and nourishing way. And if you're ready to hire a coach to walk you through every step of your weight loss journey, I'll tell you everything you need to know about that too. So if it's your time to start losing weight in a sustainable, healthy, and nourishing way, sign up for this free set your custom macro call at the link in the show notes. I'll see you soon. Thank you.